Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. The Good Motherhood with Ailey Wells, Lauren Kerr and Ash Reid. Welcome back to The Good Motherhood. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about face mask pants and disappearing husbands. Let's go. Guys, I've got someone on my lap. <laughs> well, what an introduction. <laughs> Who do you think's on my lap? <laughs> Joking, Luigi. The six-month-old King Charles Cavalier Spaniel. He's stunning. Oh, With he's a bow so tie. Good. He's on our Instagram. Go and look at him. Uh-huh. This is um, producer Anne's wee puppy and he's sitting in with us today and he's the cutest thing ever. And I'm 100% back on wanting a dog again. He's I know so I lovely. said I couldn't handle the... What was it we're talking about? Was it... Was it... Some kind of string hanging out the bum. What was that again? Oh, oh the, the grass. Fa- the, the, the grass firework, as we were calling it. <laughs> I know oh. I said they couldn't handle that, but now seeing Luigi, I want one. I think he would actually be a very good breed for your family. Uh, honestly, yeah. see, when I've looked before at dogs, that's been one of the top um, choices. I think you should get one. He's so lovely. I might, I might take him home. He's a great wee boy. So if you hear any wee noises, then that's who it'll be. Oh, he's, so he's on my way. He's just smacked his head off the mic. So. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Oh man, I've had Maggie getting trained this week, which has been a laugh. Um, but she did really well, to be fair. I just think we, we've been very poor with um, just pampering her too much. So now she's like getting wet. Is that her first training Which... that she's had? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, bl- I'll blame lockdown like exactly. everyone else does for everything else. Yeah. It's a but shame. It is... Lockdown done her no yeah, good. No, my mum is the same. She, well, she's not had Ruby trained, and Ruby's now like over one, and she's just started the training for her, and she's pure responding so well to it. Yeah. They like need it makes it. such a difference. Like kids, they need discipline, don't they? I mean, my dog's 10 and we've had her trained numerous times and it still didn't work. Well, I didn't tell the story about the dog trainer you've got though because that was actually hilarious. Yeah. So Mika at the door, she's not the most um, welcoming. Although she's not aggressive. No, she's, she's just so She's just so excited. But anyway, we had this old school farmer come to the door and basically I was standing holding Mika back, which you're not supposed to do because you're like goading them. And he walked in with a tennis racket held down like at his shins and he just went, let go of her. And I'm going, are you sure? <laughs> let her go. And as Mika ran, he just batted her away with the tennis racket. But it's almost to say like, no, you yeah. do not come near me. This isn't how you re- react and respond. And I mean, she was petrified of him and I think that's how we thought the training worked. Yeah, yeah, but it needs to like translate yeah. into us. We've just pampered Maggie so much, and because she's so cute, everyone's like, "Oh my god, so lovely to see!" And she thinks everyone's for her now. Yeah, so that's why she gets dead she's excited. The, she's the main. What's to say? The main character. She's the main character. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, the main character. Am I the drama? <laughs> I think I'm the drama. That is literally Maggie. Square goes the telly. It's a dog. Literally. I've never met anything like it. The guy actually went. She has quite a character, isn't she? She does really funny things because <laughs> she barks at the TV and all that. Yeah. Oh man. Did but she yeah. not FaceTime Luigi? Did we not do a call? And, did. Uh-huh. Yeah, she, she's FaceTimed him I've before. I've got a video of that. Shall we put it on stories? Yeah. She, yeah. And she was, was she happy or what was going on she there? She was making noises, yeah. quite a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Bless her. Anyway, well, we start with, we've got so many rants this week. Oh so my God. Many. People obviously liked the, the ranting last week and we've had loads sent in. I'll, the good thing is a lot of them have been sent in as DMs, which means they're usually a bit juicier than the wee um, sticker box thing. So... Do, have you got one to start with, Ash? Okay, I'll start, I'll start, I'll start, let's see. Oh wait, can I read this one? Because I, I've actually been wanting to read this. I just saw the first line was rant alert for the pod. Um, so it says, I cannot describe how infuriating it is when my husband falls asleep on the couch with no alarm set for the morning. Then after trying to waken him up umpteen times and tell him to 
go through to bed. He's like a dead goose, <laughs> just laid there mumbling. <laughs> when he eventually gives up and comes through to bed, he conks right out on top of his phone usually without setting his alarm. And I can't relax knowing there's a good chance he'll sleep in for work. I would genuinely have more chance of waking up Queen Victoria. It's so annoying. <laughs> Also, he leaves all the windows open in the house when he's been in and I'm out. It's fine in summer, obviously, but I come home from work and by the time I walk in the front door, icicles have started to dangle from the undercar- my undercarriage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love him dearly, though. By the way, see that thing about falling asleep on the couch? I have to confess, right? Andy does it all the time and I used to wake him up. I used to be like, Andy, come on, I'm going to bed. Andy, come on. And then he would always go two minutes and he'd fall back asleep. And then I have to do it again. So see now, I just leave him a lot of the time. And then in the morning, he'll be like, did you wake me up? I'll be like, Andy, I tried to wake you up like three times. Uh-huh. And you didn't get up. Do you know what's actually the worst thing for you to do? I'm sure I've mentioned it on here before that Chris like started his whole health eating in, a, in the gym and stuff like that. And basically this trainer that he's got was saying like, do not fall asleep on the couch. If you feel yourself getting tired, you need to get up. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, I walked up the stairs last night and Chris was asleep on the couch. So it's really working. It's really, it's really paying dividends here. It's so hard, though. But you do, but you just, or just go to your bed. There is no better. You never get that same level of tiredness than you get when you're on the couch and you're like, this is going to be amazing, this sleep. Yeah. By the time you get up to bed and you lie there, you're having to pure try and fall asleep. Well, that's it. I think what he was saying was, basically, if, if that happens and you do fall asleep, you almost need to wait like another like hour and a half yeah. to almost like remove that, that from your year? body. Yeah. And then you'll fall back asleep. So, I mean, I love a wee couch nap, but I always wake up feeling rotten. Well, or whenever you wake we up fall awake. asleep on the couch, sometimes we just wake up and it's morning. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh really? Because we're both couch sleepers. Uh-huh. Like, I, I think, honestly, within a month, I'll have spent a full week of it sleeping on the couch. Have you got a throw, though? Mm-hmm. You'll always have so a throw. Comfortable. Yeah, it is, it's comfortable. Yeah, it is really comfy. I wouldn't ever complain about sleeping on the couch. Yeah. Um, but it does make you feel a bit minging in the morning. I know, especially if you fall asleep with your makeup on. Ugh. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But there is a thing about if you wake up, if you've been on the couch for too long, you wake up, you're like, oh. And clothes. There's nothing worse than waking up from a sleep on the couch and you've still got like your brow on. Yeah. Do you not feel like if you've fallen asleep in your clothes, you can't ever wear them again? Because right, you just I feel like jammies. I don't get this because I go to my bed, because, you know, nine times out of ten, I've got a big massive t-shirt on. I usually just take everything off and just leave my t-shirt on. Oh, do you? Yeah. Nothing I've done it with like... <laughs> I would do that with maybe vest tops, but if you see if I was to fall asleep in like, I don't know, a nice dress or something like that. Or... That's different, Ailey. Yeah, I'm, but if it was actually clothes, what, I mean... A nice what dress. I mean, a bodice dress. No, but I have an image of you being like on like, I don't know, like a black tie event <laughs> and you're laid on the sofa like some kind of Jean-Paul Gaultier advert no, with I a dress know. just dangling. You're like, I've just fallen asleep on the couch. She's in pyjamas now. <laughs> I just mean if I was wearing like a nice outfit or whatever again. that night and I'd fallen asleep, I, would, I wouldn't want to wear it, wear it again. Really? That's, yeah. that's a really weird... Very Do you think trait. so? That it's is. Just, it becomes bed clothes. It would then become jammies. Just always going to bed in a prom dress. <laughs> <laughs> what about this one? I love this. Adele's music is utter shite. <gasps> I get that she's an amazing singer, great voice, but her music is brutal. I, I had to tell Alexa to never play Easy On Me Again. <laughs> Oh my God, can you do that? <laughs> Did people even dance at an Adele concert? No, they cry. Sorry. They do. They cry and me. hold up lighters, don't they? Or get this engaged. This pure me. <laughs> Who actually, like, I love when people have, like, the pure, like, like they, they divulge their innermost thoughts. Like, she's thinking, do you even dance at an Adele concert? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> or do people just stand there and cry? Do not understand the hype. 
Oh, I really like her. Yeah, I like her. I really like but her. I as just well. love the fact you've told Alexa. I want to know when that conversation took place and what you said. Alexa, never play Easy on Me again. I feel like <laughs> I can just see her like standing in the kitchen. It comes on and she just goes, Alexa. <laughs> I have to say my friend was absolutely obsessed with Ed Sheeran Bad Habits and whenever we went to stay with her, I think we were there for like three or four days, every single time there was no music on and she put music on, she would just go, Alexa, play Ed Sheeran Bad Habits and I'd be like, oh, fuck. again, <laughs> again, predictable. So anyway, it was like a few months later she came to stay with me and my other friend that was there at the time went, hey Google, play Ed Sheeran Bad Habits and she went, oh my God, I love this song. We were like, really? We would never have known. <laughs> but do you not think sometimes if you get a song that you absolutely love you do need to listen to it to death mm-hmm. and then you don't want to hear it ever again yeah, yeah i was definitely. actually doing that with easy on me when it first came out i listened to it over and over and over like four times in a row do you know what i did with that song i didn't listen to it because i was getting annoyed hearing that everyone else was listening to it and crying and feeling like they related to it so much so i was like i'm not jumping on this now yeah i, d- I deliberately tried not to listen to it is that Adele, weird? Adele music does just make you feel things that you didn't quite know you, you could feel. I just think like, 11 o'clock on a Wednesday. Uh-huh. Honestly, I do feel that music just evokes the different emotions. And yeah, I feel like I don't want to feel sad. So I if choose I not to listen you, to it. See Andy's Spotify, right? And I always say this to him, like I laugh thinking about him driving to his work because it works like an hour away, right? So every morning he'll put his music on. See if I go into his Spotify playlist, it's literally, it's all breakup songs. <laughs> it's all... <laughs> emotional like it'll be Adele he'd absolutely love that or it, he it? likes old music as well so sometimes it'll be like it must have been love and I just Aww, say to him Andy. I'm like I can imagine him driving it driving to work with like tears streaming down his face yeah. thinking he's in his own music video <laughs> that's because you keep leaving him sleeping on the couch he thinks he's not loved <laughs> he loves he loves breakup music though I mean that Adele one came out I was like oh you're gonna have a field day <laughs> him and I both love that kind of genre of music though don't they yeah. like they love all the old stuff and they know every word I know 80s music kind see of if I hear me. that song I wanna hold your hand oh, my. sick of it I, I am it. sick of that song and oh, the two, one. see whenever they're drunk and that song comes on they pure like they, they, oh. they practically hillbilly style grab each other's arms <laughs> and go in a wee circle because they love it and but do you not think all these songs come back though because of the football as well yeah, yeah that's true. and true. then you're like wait this a minute here have that excuse, though. like <laughs> what is this Andy puts on I think it might be the Beatles is this one it goes Anada, da da da, Philippa too. Da, 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 da. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, I forget your I name. Oh my god, it, f- oh, it makes me so angry. Honestly, I literally will come down and be like, "Hey Google, turn it off. Don't ever <laughs> hey, play Google, that song never again." Play it again. <laughs> you can do that. And I didn't know we could, but I'm now going to be like, "Please don't play any more breakup music." Can I just say that was a pure public service announcement to anyone that doesn't like songs that come on their Alexa. Well done to whoever wrote that in. Uh-huh. Right, here's another rant then. Um, here's my rant of the week for what it's worth parents who think their kids can do no wrong I'm sorry but when your 11 year old has written a book and dedicated a page to each of her peers then proceeded to write everything she hates about them under their names including things like go and kill yourself oh my god then bring it into school to laugh about it with her closest friends and your child is in the wrong 100% then to publicly shame me as a mother on a public group. This is very specific. Then to publicly shame me as a mother on a public group because my child won't play with yours anymore. Due to said book and the fact your child told mine to F off in the playground. They're 11. <laughs> off in the playground. And the fact that my daughter doesn't want to be involved. Um, it was her who reported it to school management. Then don't shame me and my daughter online saying we're the bad eggs. I know my child isn't perfect. I know they can be a monster at times that never would she do something like that. That's basically a burn book. Someone's made a burn book. Someone's been watching too much Mean Girls and uh-huh. needs to stop. Oh. Now, there's a second part. Is there? Right, so then she said, 
And when this girl asked my youngest daughter if the reason that my oldest was off school was because of her, my youngest said yes. You brought in a horrible book, and then you would let her. You wouldn't let her see what you'd written about her. This girl's response was, "Well, that's not my fault. Who else's fault is it then?" You can just tell she's never had to take responsibility for anything. And then mum still thinks she's a perfect angel. And this book is only the top of the iceberg. Tip of the iceberg. (laughs) There's been so much more before and after this. My husband is now being harassed with messages from this girl's mum. She has my number, so I don't know why she's messaging him. Also, the school haven't done anything apart from have a chat with the girl in question. It's ridiculous. Well, you need to keep pushing that school. Yeah. That is honestly horrific, horrendous. Like I'm that. so sorry you've had to experience that, first of all, because what the hell? See that, though, what I would say was sometimes these things, it's pure hard to put an old head on young shoulders, right? But you need to tell your daughter that it's a pure blessing that she knows exactly what that person's like. Uh-huh. Because it would, imagine being friends with that person, right? That 11-year-old. And then coming to realise later on in time that actually she's a pure horror uh-huh. it's sometimes a blessing going well she's shown her complete true colours exactly how she is as a person and move on you need to not get annoyed at that now because if her mum thinks that that's okay and acceptable then it's embarrassing yeah you need to, block you need to literally, move on. literally block it and move on it's hard though because I think that age group 11 year olds like it's hard I take it that that 11 year old will be in like I suppose it's English P7 could be that English. Be P7 because she said but, my she asked my youngest why she wasn't in school so they must still be in P7 yeah. But see that though, I don't know if that then means they move on to high school. Is it the same down south? Do they have seven years of primary and then oh, move I on to know, secondary actually. school? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, I'm hoping I'm hoping that what, what will happen is I know you've got six months to wait, but when your daughter then goes into high school, maybe that will then be that that horror from her school the now will then be in a big pond mm-hmm. of other people and then she'll just disintegrate into the background and your your daughter can move on with other friends. But that's horrendous. I think see generally if you can't say that your kids can be like hard work or done wrong yeah like everyone's kid can be a wee bit of an asshole it happens they're all learning but at 11 to write a bloody burn book that book should have been very weird if it's brought into school it should be confiscated by the school Mm -hmm. and then that parent should be called in because that would i'm sorry but if that was to happen in like jack school or something that's exactly what would happen yeah Yeah, it's dreadful you've got to keep pushing it though like don't let that lie and don't let people bully into thinking that you're doing something wrong if your daughter's been harassed like that Uh you know what it actually breaks my heart thinking other kids being horrible to my kids or equally my kids ever been horrible at somebody else's kids like it's actually horrific how do you deal with that like we're obviously you're more at a stage with that with jack where that would maybe be more of a possibility mm-hmm. my kids are all they're also running about the playgrounds like dinosaurs and all that like yeah. they're they're in their own lane but see when you get into like age 11 i think that's a really tricky like i remember being that age and thinking this is pure hard it yeah. is really hard work kids are horrible that's there's no ifs or buts about it kids are horrible mm-hmm. or they can be horrible yeah, you looked at me like I had three heads. No, no, like, don't say that. Yeah, they can no, say the worst stuff to uh-huh. each other and not feel bad. And do you know why there's no consequences? You need to tell. See if that was my kid. I'd be like, by the way, see that book you've written. Do you know you could get the jail for that? I'd put the absolute fear yeah. of God into them. Yeah, I'd be like, do you know if that the police got that and you said they have to go and fucking kill themselves? that you could actually be prosecuted if you were sixteen. I would put the absolute fear of God into them. Uh-huh. Also, schools usually have like a anti-bullying thing, don't they? That should mm-hmm. be part of it. They should be like, right, no, we need to do all these steps that's just horrific it's so sad i'm so um, sorry that's happened to you and your daughter and i really hope that she's got good friends at school and she can have the emotional maturity to just try and block that person out and move on with her own wee pals because that's horrific yeah, i'm so sorry she'll probably need that and shame on the mum shame on exactly. the mum yeah. <laughs> boo to the mum you're not part of this um, you're she, not accepted it'll be a good life lesson for her in the next school when she goes up to high school as well to know how to deal with people like that and to find out what they're like and then cut them off
Anyway, <laughs> we've got some quick fire rants here, right? It's all partner related. Why does my partner undress in one spot and just walk away from all the dirty piled up yep. clothes? Yep, as if they've just evaporated. That's what Andy <laughs> does as well. Poof, this You actually go, where's Andy? And it's his shoes and all his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> He's just filming a wee reel. He's just looking back yet. <laughs> <laughs> You know when you see the reels and they get all the clothes and then they throw them in a corner? Andy's just wanting to come in for step two. He's just not dressed yet. Why have we picked Andy? Oh, shame. <laughs> Sorry, that's pure tickled me. Right, moving on. Um, people who park on double yellows and have no need to balance. That's fair enough. That's it's breaking the law. Fair enough, fair enough. I do hate the rules with parking, though, I have to say. Yeah. It annoys me, unless it's been obstructive. Why are you tell me I can't park on that, that bit of pavement? Why is that bit of pavement higher up on the hierarchy uh-huh. than that wee pavement? That pavement's thinking, why are they getting no one bumping on it? I know. And I fair. am. And I'm, I'm only down the road. Under the pressure. Honestly, why is there a class system in the pavements? It's not normal. Um, what about here? Um, this is a two-parter. Oh, I love this one. It's a two-parter. How my partner thinks working from home full time means I should also have all the housework and laundry and cooking and shopping and everything in between done too. Yeah, I agree. When your home's a you. workplace, I yeah. hear you too. It is. I would, do you know what though? I don't think Fraser gives me the pressure of it. I think I put pure pressure on myself because I'll actually put off other things I need to do because I'm like, dishwasher needs emptied, need to take that load of washing out because probably like, hoover the now because the, the living room carpet's annoying me because I can see there's crumbs on it or whatever. I feel like your space at home, if you're working from home, has to be pure, clear and tidy. Otherwise, how how the hell can you do your work? Yeah, but then by the time you do that, you've then got like an hour until you need to pick the kids up and you're going, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's, it's so hard to balance everything. I've seen something recently, actually, and it pure rung true with me. See, like that, your partner can be as helpful as they want to be, right? But mums just have an emotional load that they can't take on, right? Like, see, even just like emotional and physical like everything we need to remember like our heads are filled with times for pickup times for drop-offs homework dance classes football um like what are they having for dinner how much milk's in the fridge like we have so many things to always consider so it's like a pure struggle to juggle all the stuff and the guys can come over when you're hoovering and say give me the hoover and i'll do that right mm-hmm. but they kind of take what's in your head out <laughs> yeah so like mm-hmm. as much as they can take the physical load off you for that time being they can't actually take what's in your mind all these boxes that you filled up with everything you need to remember yeah you can't transfer that to them i know i mean if i could i would literally put in the wee sd card maybe when my, my covid vaccine works and i've got my own chip <laughs> i can remove that and give it to fra i think as well I, I, you end up not letting anybody else help because even with the food shop and i've said that before tandy like see if you could do the food shop and, and like plan the dinners mm-hmm. That would be that would take so much off my mind. I hate, but then dinners. I can't have someone else plan the dinners because it's me that's making them. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Chris does the food shop in our house on a Tuesday just because it works out that way. But he still comes back and he comes back with things that I would never buy because I'm like, I'm not buying that. That's not an offer. Yeah, like that's how I shop because <laughs> yeah. I'm going. We're feeding a family of five here, not a family of one with yeah. like unlimited cash here. Like, let's be sensible. But then he'll come back with no dinners. I think you need to be so organised with that. See the whole, I'll jump to the shop after work. Mm-hmm. Like it's so helpful, but what it, there's actually like a pre-arranged situation where you need to have a list. Uh-huh. Yeah. You have to have the list. You need to so, plan your meals out. I get that. See, literally her whole message, I think you speak for so many other mums and it's not that and we're dads, bashing. maybe if they work yeah, from home as well. Exactly. Like same, same kind of. We're not bashing because everyone's just doing their best because mm-hmm. generally if your husband's at work, like he's also working really hard. So maybe he just doesn't realise that like, 
you can't possibly do just because you're present doesn't mean you're there to do those things like if you weren't at your home would you also be expected to do those things like it is hard but I think that a lot of people can resonate with that totally yeah working from home has its advantages but that whole situation there is a big disadvantage yeah it is because it's so hard to split what you're supposed to be doing but because in the back of your mind you're always going oh, I should really be hanging up that washing because I could actually clear the basket yeah and they try to time everything perfectly yeah. do you know what you need to do this person's written in you need to write a list of everything that needs done and split tasks and just say I'm not doing everything because I physically can't and I shouldn't be expected to too so what you can do is xyz and what I'll do is xyz and everyone just has their own responsibility and then there's no blurred lines of yeah. what you're expected to do I think I've said that a few times that we're going to do that try and work out but then I end up just being a control freak and then I, I like complain about having to do it but also feel like I'm the only one that can do it yeah shoot myself in the foot with that one right here's another rant my husband lays on the couch watching TV, squishing all the cushions, which is fine. But when he gets up which to go fine. to bed... Which is obviously not if you've mentioned which it. Is fine, but... <laughs> but when he gets up to go to bed, he doesn't sort them. So I'll go down in the morning and all the cushions are misshapen. So annoying. Also, when he gets up from a chair at the dining table, he doesn't push it back in. Just leaves it a metre away from the table. Why? Because he's an animal. Because he wants <laughs> you to know like a trail of where he's been and what he's been doing. <laughs> it's just like, come on, guys. I hate the, the flaccid cushion, I have to say. Yeah. I'm not oh. a fan. I hate it. Well, you can see it's also for me that it's the blanket as well. <gasps> mm-hmm. The manket. Do you know who's <laughs> the worst culprit in my house? Jack. Leaves the blankets. Jack is a Jack has a blanket everywhere he goes. Aww. A blanket or like a, a big oody. Mm-hmm. And he just leaves it everywhere. And I am that mum that shouts and goes, stop sitting on the couch like that. Because he sits on the back cushion. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you're not a cat. Ellen Charlie sat upside down. Yeah, there's something about kids doing that. Why did it? Legs up. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? So if back you imagine, on the seat. Uh, so the legs are like on the back facing, like they're, they're facing up the way they're on the back cushion. Uh-huh. And their bodies are on the bit you sit on and then so they the watch the TV upside, upside down. down. Yeah. yeah, all of it does that as well. Yep, they enjoy it. Also TikTok said that was a sign of ADHD. So I clearly have TikTok. that as well. <laughs> Everything is a sign of ADHD <laughs> on TikTok. Guys, it's 11-11, make a wish. Woohoo, I wish that... Um, Don't Fraser tell. Would, oh, <laughs> I was gonna, I, I'll, just, I'll just tell you guys. It's just a <laughs> I wish that Fraser would fluff the cushions again after that pet peeve. Okay. When he gets up, stop leaving them flaccid. No one I likes wish that it. I hadn't tried to put fake eyelashes on this morning because when I pulled them off and it put mascara on instead, it left a wee bit of glue. Now every time I blink, my eye gets stuck open <laughs> for like a million. You're winking at me. No, that is, it's annoying me so much. My, <laughs> one of my eyes is glued open. Another pet peeve here. When my partner is kneeling on the floor picking up toys or whatever, he points. <laughs> slow and stop. He points his feet outwards. I'm not sure why it annoys me, but I cringe so much at it, and I need to leave the room. <laughs> Sometimes he also points his big toe down <laughs> while the other ones point up. It's very minor, but worth mentioning. Oh my what God, is how accurate! <laughs> What does she mean when he's right? Oh, I know what she means. Whenever he's kneeling down on the floor to pick up toys, he puts his feet like literally like a ballerina. Oh, Edwards, right, okay. is that what she means? Oh, I thought maybe he was actually on his knees, but the, the, his feet were sticking at each side almost like a frog. Oh, like the W set that they tell you your, shit yeah. your kids shouldn't do. Yeah. Oh my God, he's literally learned that since he was like eight months old. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> 
That is hilarious. How specific, by the, the way. The poor guy's just trying to help tidy up what we all moan about. She's like, I hate the way you that feel. That's like when people talk about an ick, isn't it? <laughs> when he sits with his feet sitting out. See, when she said that he points with his big toe, I thought she was meaning like, if he says, that's over there, he points with his big toe. <laughs> like, that's very specific. He also points his big toe down where the others point up. I'm trying to like, has he got like a, a foot, like, Twitch. Also, she has got very specific attention do towards you know what things. To do? Get him socks. <laughs> it sounds like this is the Toe only solution. <laughs> or get him like one of you know those wee litter picker things that you get for people who are yeah. like sitting in seats and don't want to get up and down all the time. He needs that. You know the ones you get for picking up magazines yeah. from your table and it's always on JML. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> he yeah. needs one of them for picking up. Imagine him litter picking. By the way, have you actually seen that thing that people say to do with Lego and it's actually just clean it up using a brush and shovel? Pack of the week. Am I going to get ripped apart for saying brush and shovel? Because I remember last time I said it on Instagram and they were like, a brush and shovel doesn't make sense. Do you call it a brush and shovel? No, a brush and shovel is right. It is right. right. No, but I said it once and people were like, that's wrong. A shovel is also a brush. No, no, it's not a I shovel. Know. You shovel dirt. No, a brush pan and uh-huh. shovel. Brush pan and shovel. It's not yeah. a brush. A brush and shovel is the right thing. It's when we say a brush pan and shovel. No, it's not a brush pan. No, people it... say that. People say a brush pan and shovel. No, you're thinking a dustpan. No, a brush pan and shovel or a dustpan and shovel. Basically, it's the same thing. A brush. You're saying it right. A, a brush and a brush and shovel is the same. A brush thing. and shovel. Yeah, it's a brush. A, and shovel. a shovel is a pan, like a like the bit that all the dust goes into. Yeah. Why are we getting so technical? But because I want to throw people... in there that I think that a shovel has a long handle. Yeah, could be. Or you could say a brush and shovel. I mean, do you want to come measure mine and see if it qualifies? Basically, or... a sweeper. Although, sorry, but Lego sweeper. already. Sweeper. <laughs> sorry, no, no one said that. The pole goes to zero. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. Pole goes to one. <laughs> but you're going to get all the fluff and all that. What do you mean on the big brush? Yeah, like, but a brush. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like you're going to sweep up all the dirt. But for wee things like Lego. How much time would that save? Have you not seen the big um, bags you can get they can play in and then they literally just draw string up? Oh, like the makeup things yeah. or something like oh, that? That's very good. I, I, I never told you about my mum's loft, right? See, because she used to be a childbender for like 30 years. See if Oliver was ever to say, oh, I really want to play. See if something came on the telly, right? And it was an advert for Lego. He would go, oh, I really want to watch. I really want to play with some Lego. My mum go, just a second. And she'll go upstairs and go up to, <laughs> she'll come down with, with the biggest bag of Lego I've ever seen in my entire life. She's like, oh, I've got some. And then she'd just open out and it'd be like the full floor covered oh, in Lego. God. She's got absolutely everything in the loft. I'm surprised it hasn't caved down on the house. <laughs> she honestly has every toy available. <laughs> so it makes Christmas dead hard because I'm like, oh, what if I get him this? It's all right. Two seconds. <laughs> she's got, <laughs> seconds. Just she's got everything. It. That is brilliant. I love that. But yeah, she's got one of those huge big bags that you just like empty it all Can out and then, uh-huh, and then pull it all back well, in. I and it's one of them. They sound great. So if you're not grossed out by it, like Lauren is, with the whole dust and everything going into the pan, <laughs> then you can use a dust pan and brush. shovel. Is that brush. wrong? No, that's that's wrong. It's brush and shovel. A brush and shovel to clean up the Lego. Uh-huh. It's a very good idea. Well done, a good hack of the week. Right, let's move on to embarrassing moments. Or what was I calling it? Mortifying moments. Oh, I like that. Like alliteration moments. I do love alliteration. It was one of my key things at school I was pretty good at. Right. Number one here. So this week I was trying on a new sexy Santa set. Walked through to show my partner who was very impressed. So much so one thing led to another. And well, you know what? I'm getting there. Sorry. And well, you know what I'm getting at here. Anyway, before I know it, when my legs were in eyesight, I noticed the crotch hygiene sticker was stuck in my calf. Oh no. This girl. 
has been on the last three episodes. She's got I so much her. gossip. I know this person in real life. <laughs> Literally, I do. That is actually hilarious. I love an embarrassing sex story. Um, right, what about this one? Most embarrassing moment for me was first time I went for a spray tan. Went into the salon and the lady showed me the sticky feet to put on. Sticky feet. Oh, yeah. Have you seen these? are literally like stickers that you attach. Remember we wore them Oh, yeah, so that tan. your bottom of your feet don't get tanned. Because otherwise they literally end up like a leather couch. Right. Instead, you can strip off or there are some paper pants you can put on. Just get into the booth and let me know when you're ready and I'll be right in. She pointed over to the chair, but I was too busy stressing about stripping off to show where the paper pants were. When she left, I got undressed and was really confused about how to put on the paper pants. Also a bit horrified at the lack of coverage. But finally, just put my legs through the strings, <laughs> got in the booth and let her... Sorry, got in the booth and let her know she could come back in. When she came back in, she smiled and said, that's actually my face mask you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. So I got... <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> How the hell is she wearing oh a face mask? Oh my God, that is so funny. <laughs> so I got my spray tan wearing a face mask as pants. Oh my God. That's actually my face mask. That's pure British culture, but I need to like to embarrass and say, oh no, wait a minute here, that's not right. Please say it got binned after. (laughs) (laughs) I have got the most horrific mental image of this. Oh my God, that's actually amazing. (laughs) Oh, she said, it's actually my face mask, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I also feel like this is a really helpful, embarrassing moment because it's such a learning curve for people. If you're paying a fortune for the wee paper pants and you've got a tanning salon, just get the disposable face mask. Oh, yeah. Because like you say, or like like we say, like I am imagining more like, <laughs> you would get the most coverage for your spray tan. I hope you've had oh, a bikini true. wax though. I don't get how you're wearing it. You don't understand. Imagine, like, so imagine I've got the face mask, right? Oh, wait, but I'm thinking the face mask is going long ways. Long ways. Wait a minute, so put, guys. Here, she's put, look, she said she put her legs with the strap. Oh, let's get an example. Right, this is the face mask. Are we opening the the little concertina part or yeah. not? Yes. <laughs> it's like a banana hammock. <laughs> well, depends. You don't know whether she's got a banana or not. I think. Sorry, sorry, I was still well, trying it on, but we'll Maybe try she'll it. have to have used the, what, the bit with the wire up right, the top. Watch. I'm going to do an example of this. Her bum must have been out if she's just covered her bits. Oh, yeah, she would have, her bum definitely would have been out. <laughs> I was confused I when she it was said. Going to go that way. Oh, no, legs. She said her legs through the strings. <laughs> it won't even go over my thighs. It's basically just like a wee. Yeah, it yeah. Was, it, your legs are nice and thin. I'm no jealous. She could, pro- she could probably have pulled the strings right up and just made it like a high waist. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my vag would still be out if I were you. So. <laughs> also, the bum, the bum crack was definitely out. I hope you don't need to use this, Lord, and I'll re reimburse you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is absolutely brilliant. That is my favourite one. Right, next one. My mortifying moment was when I was 17, dressed in full cow print pajamas. I'm blaming Primark for that one. My dad was going to Sainsbury's, so me and my sister said we'd go for the drive and stay in the car. Did that loads when I was younger, did Uh you guys? Yeah. Just for the journey. We had a really annoying neighbour that was a real busybody, and we used to call him 20 Twat, because he lived at number 20. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I was running out to my dad's car in the dark and noticed the neighbour was also pulling off in his car. So I dived in the front seat. Was also pulling out of his driveway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're filthy. <laughs> You're bad. That's the wrong gear stick, mate. <laughs> <laughs> So I dived in the front seat and said, oh my God, 20 twat has seen me dressed as a cow. <laughs> Only to turn and see my neighbour looking utterly terrified. I had got in the wrong car. And my dad and my sister were in the other car dying laughing. She'd got in 20 twat's car. Oh no. <laughs> Luckily, he moved out a couple of weeks later and I could leave the house again, poor fella. Oh it's my funny God. to think how many people have nicknames for people on the street. Like, we probably have a nickname oh my God. from other neighbours. Oh, I wonder what. I'm definitely an ugly naked person because I just literally run. I run through, like, cowered down as if nobody can see. Yeah. I'm naked. One. And you avoid eye contact with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, oh, I'm saying that. <laughs> I'm talking about something different. I'm talking about when you're running out to the car. I'm not naked. Run out naked. <laughs> I, I run out to the car and I will be dressed, like, ridiculously. And I'll put like maybe Andy's big trainers on or something. <laughs> and I just think see as long as I don't make eye contact with anyone, nobody saw me. <laughs> That's actually true. Uh-huh. I do that thing where I look, I look down and I cower over as if nobody could see me at my window. Right, embarrassing story. Similar to the shiny tights. If you don't already know this, then basically me and my mum do this thing where I think it's like we speak too fast for our brains to keep up, right? Generally uh-huh. fast talkers. And then we'll end up mixing up the first two letters of each word we're going to say. So my mum said, are my... T- are my shites always this tiny when she went to say are my shit are my tights <laughs> are my tights always this shiny so this one's similar to that i was in three mobile the shop with my mum getting an upgrade for my phone and we didn't want to pay anything up front only wanted the monthly payment so instead of saying upfront cost my mum got the fr and yep. the c mixed up it ended up saying up cunt frost <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> That's awful. I've got frost. <laughs> Coming to a cinema near you. I've got frost. That is rated eighteen. <laughs> oh my god, that's actually amazing. <laughs> Every time we go back to the a phone shop, we still laugh about it. Can I tell another really funny story similar to this? Right, my mum and I were in Pandora. We were getting a charm from Anana's Pandora bracelet. And I remember this young couple were in with their like new baby and they were kind of like looking around as well. And like we were kind of talking to them briefly just because they had a newborn. And so they were aware of her presence. And never, whenever my mom was talking, she's quite a loud speaker as well. I could tell that they were kind of like not listening in, but they were aware of what she was saying. And she kept going, I don't know whether to get her that one or that one. One of them was like an initial Pandora charm and the other one was like a wee teapot. She's going, I like the teapot. But I just love the D. <laughs> I love the D. My nana's name's Dorothy. I love the D so much. And I think your nana loves the She would love the D more than the teapot. She loves the D. Right, I'm going for the D. That's the way she gets produ- I'm going for the D. I'll have the D. See, she said that once. I swear to God, she said it about a hundred times. I was going, Mum, stop saying that. Stop, stop saying what? Stop saying the D. You're literally saying, I love the D. And that couple, their shoulders were shrugging. I could just see them. <laughs> Love the D. Oh, it's even better when she's totally unaware of it as well. Oh, she also said as well when I got a Gucci bag from, uh, I think it was my 21st, I got me a Gucci bag, right? I was pure delighted. And we we're walking in the town. She's like, you need to be careful with that bag because it was literally like, it was it's something I would never have thought I would have, right? So it's pure expensive. I was like, oh my God, my bag. Don't want to sit it in the floor. I'll sit it on a table. Anyway, a guy pure barged by me and she went, oh, he needs to watch your Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> 
He certainly does not. <laughs> Do girls have Gucci's? No, I think it's Gucci's. Gucci's a boy thing, isn't it? No, Gucci's your perineum. No, it's, I think it's a boy's like... In, Surely not. In between the balls and the butt, is it not? Is that not called a gooch? The balls and the butt? Did you just say butt? <laughs> say butt one more time, butt. Butt. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. And we've got another couple here, wee quick fire ones that came into the replies on stories. So what about this one? My pal took diet pills and they caused her to shit herself when she was in a sunbed. <gasps> no. Baked no. on shit. <laughs> she better have cleaned that up. <laughs> oh, it's horrific. If ever there's an advert not to use a sunbed, that's it. There's an advert not to use diet pills, it's that as well. That's true. Made of shit I'm, I'm thinking about the aftermath <laughs> more than the actual cause of the problem. It says a lot about my oh. personality. <laughs> Someone sat on the tie of my wrap dress on a very busy train and when I stood up, the dress opened wide. Oh, oh no. no. That's that. This is why you need to wear matching underwear. Because oh, you never know. Because you should never know. Oh. That is on. That is mortifying. That's actually mortifying. At least the good thing about that is, if you're on a train, the chances are you're probably not going to see any of the people again. Well, unless that's like a lie. They've, they've seen a lot of you. That's uh-huh. very unfair. What? what if it's the I Tuesday morning good. train and you're all going to oh, work in the God, same place? True. She might see them every morning and they've seen her bits. That's true. Here's oh. one. This is a classic mum one. We've all been there, right? My three-year-old congratulated me for doing a poo in a public toilet <laughs> when it was actually a pee. Hashtag potty training. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, mummy. Is it that? Well done. <laughs> What's I telling you on the way in? You never know with things like that. We were driving past, like, the Queen Elizabeth Hospital has the way, I don't know if it's like recycling centre, there's, there's two things apparently that absolutely stink, mm-hmm. and it is, as soon as you get near it, it is stinking, it's so bad. And luckily, it was just me and Oliver in the car, but it could be worse. Um, and Oliver instantly went, oh, right, who needs a poo? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. By the way, we're absolutely loving the rants and the embarrassing moments that come in, so oh, please keep sending them our way. Love all them. week I've been trying to not read them when I see them coming in. Oh, I know I actually do this thing where I squint my eyes and I, I read the first sentence just uh-huh. so I don't get the rest of it and it'll say, My rant is and then I'm like, right, it's a rant, I'll put it in the rant. Yeah. <laughs> I love them so much though, they're absolutely amazing and your stories, I love the detail you go into. Did we have any confessions? I think no was, confessions. I think one just came in. It's a really bad one though. Oh, is it? I'm a bad person. I have three grandparents who are all very elderly and in poor health. One has a terminal illness, another is housebound, and the other could drop down any minute trying to look after the other. Basically, they are all falling to bits. I have a lot of caring duties and responsibilities because of this. It's fairly normal for my daily life to be thrown off course due to one incident, accident, emergency or another. Last week I was having a day, one of those days where you don't get out of your jammies and everything feels too much. I was working through a list for my part-time job when I suddenly had the horrible realisation that time had flown by and I was now super late for my actual proper work and I was going to be super late for the client. Shit. I wasn't even showered, I hadn't eaten anything and this was three o'clock. I phoned phoned my client, hi I'm really sorry I can't make it, I've got to be emergency. Now, at this point I didn't even know what I was going to say and then... Oh no, is it one of your grandparents? <gasps> yes, a wee emergency. Fuck, fuck, fuckity fuck. Why did I say that? Oh, nightmare. Are you all right? What's happened? It would have... <laughs> what is it? Oh, it would have to have been a lovely, caring, friendly client, wouldn't it? So now I'm in this. I hear myself say, my papa has fallen and my grand can't get him up. I need to help him and check him for injuries. I'm going there right now. 
oh gosh, what a shame. Listen, I'll text your next client and let her know. I know you I know you go to her next. I'll save you contacting her. Now I've lost two clients today because I'm a lazy lying arsehole. Yes, that'd be great. <laughs> I appreciate that. So I sit there in my office having just thrown £50 because I can't tell the time. And the next afternoon, well, my papa has a fall and that he can't get up from and he's hurt his wrist and burst his head open. I'm the worst person. Could oh, you manifest no. your papa to fall? Oh, I feel like this, oh, this is karma. Oh, shame. But it's not really her karma. Well, for well, papa. That's for lying. Why is he take the, take the fall literally? Literally, oh. papa took the fall. Oh, no. Poor I hope guy. he's all right. Shame. That oh, is like, it's like tempting fate, but isn't it? We There's nothing things. worse than when you're having those days, and it doesn't matter that you're doing nothing. You just cannot get your timing. It yeah. doesn't matter. I know. If you literally need to get out the door, you go and pick up one thing. I you thought she was going it. to say something like the girl had come back in for an appointment and then it actually happened and she couldn't use the excuse. Oh. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I've already used that one. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Do you know what? See, if you're talking about being late and stuff, see, because obviously COP26 and everything else that's been going on, like Glasgow roads are a nightmare than now. Yeah. It literally took me an hour to get into an appointment that would only have taken me like 20 minutes and I'd left in plenty of time. I actually thought once I get there, I'll just sit and do a few emails because the kids were away. I think my mum was watching them. So they were away at my mum's and I thought I'll just go over and I'll be early, but I'll sit in the waiting room and I'll do a few emails or like whatever I had to do, make a reel, whatever I had to do at time. Mm -hmm. But by the time I got there, I was like 10 minutes, five or 10 minutes late, right? So I ended up not getting my appointment. So I had to drive home again. Do you know, I just started crying. Oh, I would as well. I was just, I was so frustrated. I just actually (laughs) put my windows up and just like held them up. Like I had the windows down initially. I put my windows up and I just went, ah! Did you put on your breakup music and just cry all the way home? That's when you need a bell. I literally screamed because I could pure feel the rage in me. I was like, I need to let it all out, honey. (laughs) I just screamed. Did you ever do that? Just scream in a pillow. Did you ever do that when you were younger? No. I did. Do it. You will feel fantastic. (laughs) It is. It's something about the release, isn't it? Have you not seen that TikTok and it's like, ah, today's going to be a great day. (laughs) That was me. Oh. I was like, I need to shake this feeling before I get home because I'm so upset. But that's another thing. That's like one of these, like now they do say about screaming and stuff and you can like do a shake dance and it's supposed to like really like Listen. set you up and gear you up. Yeah. Hello. Do you not know the thing that they say that if you're in a bad mood or if you're really sad or whatever, you should just force a smile. Yeah. Just make yourself do a huge big smile because the endorphins or whatever that, really, that will still get released and it will give you like a wee mood boost. Oh. Fake it till you make it. Uh-huh. I actually always remember this article and it would have been in like Ms Magazine or something or Shout. Did you ever read oh, Shout? Best. Literally, yeah. And it used to stick in my head and it was like five things to do if you're feeling down and one of them was watch Friends. Oh. And it said like if you watch something that's funny, that's going to like get all the endorphins going. So if you're in a bad mood, like just watch a funny... It sounds so simple, but... Would you ever think to do yeah, that? I think it's. I think there's something in that. Well, there's got to be. See, whenever I watch something on the TV, see if I'm watching too many true crime documentaries or like dramas that involve people going missing, being abducted, murdered. Mm-hmm. I feel so low, uh-huh. especially this time of year where it's dark outside. I genuinely don't feel happy at night. I need to watch something that's pure uplifting or car crash telly. Uh huh. It is. Well, it is. Obviously, it's like whatever. I don't know. Endorphins, it's all about endorphins. Yeah. All about um, endorphins. Yeah. I can't remember what the other ones were, but I remember that one. It's funny how like wee things stick in your head from like Shout Magazine and Ms Magazine. Yeah. The cringe section, how good was that? Oh, it was love that. This is but basically this is it. it. 20 years later. We are years later. <laughs> <laughs> Add a few numbers on. Um, no, it's 20 years later, surely. No, it is, yeah. Because so, no, well, it would have been, been teens. 25 years. Ms? Oh, yeah. Well, what Ms, age I suppose Ms would have been are. about 10. I was about 10 and also loved Sabrina. 
the Sabrina magazine. Yeah. Oh my god! I yeah. had the little folder to keep them all in. You know, they the wee folder thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you put good. all the volumes in. Yeah, and I displayed it proudly. I used to absolutely love getting a magazine, especially going on holiday. We would get like a big pile of them and take them on and end up reading them all on the plane on the way there. You read them about ten times over. Uh-huh. Shout magazine and Miz were the best. See the mm-hmm. see the cringe, embarrassing moments. See, because some of them would be like. Um, like I don't know like I started my period or whatever uh-huh. like, there would always be ones like that I remember like reading them but as if I was watching porn <laughs> like <laughs> I would have I would have half the page up and like they, they took away from like my parents like I don't want you reading that I'm laughing at someone's period oh my god <laughs> oh they were the best they don't there's no magazines like that anymore and there's not actually like no because it'll be like oh you're making fun of people's misery no yeah. but even like a lot of magazines have all stopped like look stop remember that magazine I, that used to be oh, my favourite. Look, Look magazine was yeah. my favourite. That was like an older, like fashion one. It was always like outfit ideas yeah. and stuff. Oh my god, Unlock, I just unlocked a memory. Uh huh. Look magazine. Still love. I still love like pick me up and all that. See the ones that are basically just yeah. like a bit of gossip. Yeah. And I it'll be I don't like stories. them because I don't like the feeling of the paper. Oh, they are quite cheap newspaper. Mm-hmm. Readly. Yeah, that is true. Readly is good. Use the app. It's and then you don't good. have to actually have things lying about because I don't have places to have magazines in my house. I don't have somewhere to keep magazines. I remember I had that Vogue subscription, right, when I was at uni because I used to cut out all the like fashion inspo for the mood boards uh-huh. and all that. And I remember I, I kind of passed all that section of the practical stuff and I was just on to like, the actual business management side of my course. And Fraser kept going, right, there's another Vogue magazine. Would add to the big pile of other Vogue magazines. And then mm-hmm. he was like, can you actually stop this subscription? Because you're not even looking at them. I'm like, I am. And then he would just see me and I'd be like flicking through the magazine. Yeah. I am looking at them. <laughs> I wasn't looking at them. I was literally wasting my money every month, but I just kept the subscription going because uh, that was it. I, had, the exact I same. had to I had to have them. Why do I imagine that Vogue's subscription would be dead expensive? It was. It was like a tenner a month. Or no way, was it? It wasn't quite as much as that. No. Four pounds or something like that. Four or five pounds yeah. it was a month. I actually still have a subscription to Cosmopolitan. Do you? Yeah. To your door? Yeah. For the actual magazine? Yeah. Oh, see, that's quite nice. Oh, that's actually a really nice, cute part of your personality. I love that. <laughs> well, it's actually, it was a Christmas present for mom and dad. I love that. What a nice gift. A wee, a wee Cosmo. Do you still read it all the time? Do you know what? See, when I get it through, because obviously you get it like a month early. Mm-hmm. And then it's only there for a month. So I, I don't read it like all in a one go, but I do love it. My mum loves a magazine. I do like a magazine. I do. I like it in the bath, but that's why I, I use the wee app and it's got them all on it. Yeah, uh, they are good. But my mum is that person that sees something in a magazine, then writes it down on a sticky note and puts it in her purse. A scene in the magazine in the fashion section. That's her favourite bit. Or she'll say, a scene in the fashion magazine. There's a lipstick that um, goes with everybody. So I'm just going to get that. What colour is it, mum? Wait, and I'll just get my wee wee post it out. Oh, I love her. Why is she she cutest? She should use her phone. I do that for loads of things if I like. I just take photos of everything. I know, but it's Notes. my mum. I do it for letters. See if I get a letter through the door. I'm so bad with, like, make, see if I get an appointment through the door. Mm-hmm. I'll take a photo of it on my phone. Shut up. You don't oh. take a photo of it and not just put it in your diary and your notes. No, in your, in your no because if, I, if I've got the time, I'll do that. Put it in my calendar. But if not, I'll just take a photo of it. Remember the other day you were like, if you get the number for the flu people? And I was yeah. like, yeah, here's my letter. <laughs> just take a photo of it. Because if I go on my phone and I see there's a letter there or I think I need to put that thing in my calendar, I know that I can go in and get the letter. This or is really dangerous. I, might... I feel like I'm now going to rely heavily on you for like <laughs> information. <laughs> but it's even for things like, oh, I need to check the address of where I have to go to or whatever. I've still got the letter. It's just basically turning it into an email. Yeah. It's on my phone now. I enjoy it. There's another it's... hack for you. It's a little <laughs> yeah. hack. Uh, paperless life. <laughs> Actually, this is one thing that I, I'm going to make this my final rant, right? I cannot stand when you come home 
and the postman has posted like 20 bits of litter, litter. basically say, oh my God. through your letterbox. Yeah, I say this all the time. I'm like, where do you get away from away with that? Like, you've literally just littered in my house. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't want it. And you're filling my for paper me. recycling bin. Like, just put it straight in the bin. It's mm-hmm. not for me. I don't want it. Uh-huh. It's so frustrating. Shall we get a no junk mail, please? No cold callers <laughs> on our door. We're at <laughs> that big, stage of life. The yeah, big but yellow signs. Uh-huh, you get them and you put them on your door, but they also say no leaflets. And I'm like, oh, I could potentially miss out on a good takeaway leaflet oh, yeah. here. <laughs> The only thing that I don't mind is people that are like, oh, a gardener. See if it's a gardener or if it's like somebody that could come and do something for the house or something you need to know. But see when it's just like food things like what's it is it farm food you always get farm food it's the charity ones Uh it's the charity ones that go through and I'm like how much are you spending on these leaflets Uh that probably people aren't even reading and they're just going straight in the bin I know it is it's a waste I know especially when Covid was like a big like a bigger thing than what it is now and everyone was in like pure severe lockdown and they uh-huh. were still firing more germs through your door no thanks they're also really noisy see when, they, see when it's not the postman and it's just people leafleting and they always bang my yeah. letterbox and just oh it's just a noise do you know what my van is see the people that come round your doors asking for money what Lon what <laughs> who does this to you Who's like, doing that? like charities and stuff like that. There was one that came was coming down down the state, and it obviously I to, I'm totally for giving chat money to, to charity. But coming around your doors, I just think at this day and age, I'm like it's just too dodgy. No, it is. It is how do you know that, who they are? And well, also, this is it. you can't just assume because someone's living in a house that they have money to give at that point. It then yeah. puts people in a horrible position. What but if also, they're not doing well at that point to even give anything? I know. Just having a lanyard on. that proves that you work for this specific charity doesn't mean that it's legit but there was one day me and Chris were both working in the house and they came to our door three times we didn't answer we were working upstairs we didn't answer and I'm like you are repeatedly harassing my house I I feel like that's not even a legal thing surely like honestly in their bloody t-shirts and stuff and you just feel like please go away also I would always be suspicious with that like are you are you chapping the door or are you checking if we're in or not because like have you got intentions another note that i have another note that i have my phone i'll find it in a second dodgy number plates that drive up my street oh you know you know that i've got a gallery of um notes in my phone like things that annoy me Uh uh-huh good recipes weird things that's another note i have unusual and suspicious license plate numbers Oh, I have them on my phone. So just something that drives into your estate and you yeah, don't know I who they are. Yeah, I down yesterday. I always take you them down. You would be so good if like the police came on and said, we're looking for um, this car and you'd be like, got it here. It was at 11.01. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I also have here white transit, BJ, bleep, 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 bleep. Mm-hmm. BJ? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunate. Do you know though, I actually do that thing where I see if you're driving and it's you see something suspicious, do you always check the time? Yeah. because you yeah. think if that ever have to then, give evidence I'm going to be able to say the time do you then rethink about it 20 minutes later and remember nothing yes, uh-huh. that's that yeah. is that's that but you always want to be that person when the police are going right we're looking for around this time did you see you want to be the one who goes yes it yeah. was me I can help but yeah I've got a memory like a sieve so I don't Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We had such a good time listening to all your confessions. Yeah, keep and them coming. Your rants and the detail is phenomenal. We I do know, love it. Just getting better and better. Also, if it doesn't fit into a rant or an embarrassed moment or confession, still just send in if you've got funny stories. Yeah, because we always like to hear them. A wee bit of gossip. That's it. I mean, we seem to have put um, Luigi to sleep, but he's asleep right at the feet. I know. Yeah, go and look on our Instagram. You can see a wee photo of Luigi because he's just a wee dream. Cutest ever. Anyway, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. 
If you enjoyed listening to this episode, then we would love if you'd click the five stars. And if you're extra nice, leave us a review and let us know what you think. Make sure you're following us so you get notified when we release a new episode and remember to tell your friends to come and join us too. Get involved on our weekly episodes. We love to hear your dilemmas, embarrassing confessions and rants. Send us a message on Instagram at the Good Motherhood Podcast to feature and we will chat to you next time.